The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Happening this week on your favorite soap opera. It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number 11 of Soap Central Live. I'm your host and original cast member, Dan Kroll. And thank you for joining me and choosing to get your weekend off to the right start with our hour-long chat about anything and everything soaps. Now, if you didn't tune into last week's show, and there's certainly no excuse for that, but you missed the big announcement that Soap Central Live has been renewed through 2011. I want to thank you for your continued support, and that doesn't mean that I'm now going to start taking it easy. Uh, In fact, I've been working to make sure that we have even better shows for you in the weeks ahead. Now, I'm waiting for this week's special guest to call in. And while we're waiting, I thought I would, A, take some of your phone calls. So certainly you can call in to 866-472-5788. And we can talk about all of the latest soap news. I know that last week, a lot of One Life to Live fans didn't get a chance to call in and talk about some of the things that are happening on that show. But since we are talking about renewals, uh, some late-breaking news that came in just before we went to the air is that NBC has chosen to renew Days of Our Lives through 2011. That seems to be the lucky number here. So for those of you who like to play the lotto, maybe 2011 would be an interesting number for you to play. I think certainly with Guiding Light being canceled last year and As the World Turns ending later this year, the news that Days of Our Lives is renewed is A, good news, but it certainly comes a long way from 2007, I think it was, when NBC announced that eh, there wasn't really much of a chance that Days of Our Lives would continue past 2009. Well, here we are in 2010 already, and let me read you a little bit of what NBC said in their statement. This is from Mark Graboff, the chairman of NBC Entertainment and Universal Media Studios, said that Days of Our Lives continues to be a favorite of our daytime audience, and we are thrilled to keep it going through its 45th season. Days has shown year-to-increase in key female demographics and remains both relevant and fresh creatively. We also have a statement from Bruce Evans, who's the Senior Vice President of Drama Programming for NBC. And he says, the producers, cast, and crew have worked tirelessly to make Days the rating success it is today. We could not be more delighted for them and for the multiple generations of fiercely loyal Days of Our Lives fans. Now, certainly, you may remember uh, on this show and certainly on Substantial.com that Days of Our Lives is actually one of the few soaps to have increased ratings this year compared to last year, and that wasn't really what people thought was going to happen. Certainly after Days of Our Lives was renewed in 2008, there were some very high-profiled firings. Of course, Deidre Hall, Drake Hogeston, and I think a lot of fans thought that it was pretty much the beginning of the end for the show. How could it move on with some of its biggest names gone? Well, uh, in spite of that, the show's ratings are up. By my count... There's about 3.2 million viewers who tune in Days of Our Lives every day, and that's up more than 300,000 viewers compared to February 2009. So that's uh, definitely, I would think, a very big surprise. Uh, Of course, last week we did talk about One Life to Live and its firing of Brett Claywell and Scott Evans. Since last week, there's been... Oh, I would say a lot of extracurricular activities that have popped up. And now it's become sort of an unpleasant 
situation, I would say uh, probably that's an understatement. There were some reports that surfaced that claimed that one or both of the actors in the Kish storyline on One Life to Live were reportedly unprofessional. Uh, there were some other allegations that were uh, passed along. And Brett Claywell has actually now gone on the offensive to deny these claims that were made. And I have a quote from him that you may find interesting. He calls the claims slander and 100% false. I think that, you know, certainly uh, the network isn't permitted to say anything regarding personnel and personal matters, but it doesn't stop sources from coming forward. And Claywell also went on to say, Scott informed me of the allegations yesterday. It's amazing to me that two people can put so much of their heart into a story that can be so passionate and serious and tell a story as honestly and as truthfully as we tried to and just open our hearts to the world and just try to make a difference. Try and touch people in stories like this. And what's come out is absolutely 100% false. I'd love for anyone to watch one day of any of the work we've done and tell me that Scott and I were not 100% committed to what we were doing. We were so dedicated to our work, it's hurtful. I'm really offended that someone would make completely false claims. I'm angry. It's slander. Uh, if you'd like to talk about that, again, I know that last week when we had Michael Fairman on, uh, we talked uh, quite in detail about some of the stuff going on at One Life to Live. And if you'd like to call in and talk about it, again, you can call in at 866-472-5788. And for those of you who are listening, I have heard from the publicist, and Heather Tom is getting ready to call in. She is actually looking for a phone to call us on. Perhaps her evil twin has hidden the phone so that she can't come on and talk to us about all of the things that are going on in her world. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break, and hopefully when we come back we'll have Heather Tom on the line. So stay tuned for more of Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. Hey, Soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. 
Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on leadership intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and the role of this week's special guest will now be played by me. So while we're waiting for Heather Tom to call in, as I mentioned, she's this week's very special guest, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the latest soap news. And again, there's been a lot of it, so let's get right to it. While we're of course, Heather Tom is on, and you may know her from The Young and the Restless or One Life to Live, but she currently appears on The Bold and the Beautiful. And The Bold and the Beautiful is marking a milestone coming up on the 23rd of March. They will mark their 23rd anniversary. Now, if March 23rd sounds like a familiar date to you, uh, you may know that that is also the anniversary of SoapCentral.com. We'll be turning 15 so certainly there are a lot of big events coming up next week in terms of celebrations. And I can tell you, at least on SoapCentral.com, it's going to be an all-out sort of uh, stroll down memory lane. I'm going to be pulling out some of the old logos that have been used on the site and some of the old formats so you can see what SoapCentral.com looked like when it first made its debut on the Internet back in 1995. Now, I warn you, keep in mind that things were not quite as technologically advanced back then. So there, let's put it this way. Do you remember when you went to maybe a, a diner or a restaurant as a kid and they gave you crayons so that you could color on the placemats? Well, think about that. Uh, you may have also noticed that Soap Central has debuted a new format to the website that, go along, that goes along with the 15th anniversary celebrations as well. Uh, moving on to another show, As the World Turns, I talked about that briefly uh, in the opening segment. Of course, we know that the show will be going off the air in September after more than 50 years on the air. They are pulling out all of the stops. Uh, they have announced that Oscar nominee four-time Academy Award uh, nominee, Julianne Moore, is returning to the show, and I want to say that it's in early April, so certainly within the next two weeks, she will be back. Uh, For those of you who don't watch As the World Turns, but maybe know who Julianne Moore is from Boogie Nights or some of her other movies, uh, including The End of the Affair, The Hours, uh, I think Far From Heaven, and she'll be in A Single Man, which is coming up, uh, or may have just been released to DVD, I'm not, I'm not sure, uh, but Moore appeared from 1985 to 1988 in the roles of Franny and Sabrina Hughes. Now, of course, that means she played the dual roles, and we all know that those are some of the most favorite roles for soap fans and certainly for the voting academy at the Emmys, and Moore did win an Emmy. Uh, don't have the year in front of me, but this is what happens on live radio, and you know, now she's coming back. But more than just that, one of the show's super couples, and it's a younger super couple from recent years, they are returning, and that is Jennifer Landon and Jesse Soffer. Jennifer Landon, if that last name sounds familiar to you, 
She is the daughter of the late Michael Landon, who, of course, played on Little House on the Prairie and Highway to Heaven. And I can't think of anyone who isn't familiar with at least one of his works. Uh, Also on uh, Bonanza with David Canary, I believe, from All My Children. Well, the two, Jennifer Landon and Jesse Soffer, will be coming back this spring. There's not a first air date just yet, but it certainly is part of the show's attempts to bring back some of their most popular characters and performers from the past, I guess from the past 50-some years, to try to give this show a proper send-off. Now, Jennifer Landon has the distinction of winning three consecutive daytime Emmys in the Outstanding Younger Actress category. Uh, she's one of only two people to do that. The other is Jennifer Finnegan, who was on The Bold and the Beautiful as Bridget, I believe. Sounds about right in my head. Um, and Jesse Soffer, though he hasn't won a daytime Emmy, he was actually nominated in every one of the years that Landon took home a trophy. So I think that's going to be definitely a, a, an upswing for As the World Turns, because I know a lot of people have said that they were not really interested in uh, checking out the show once they left. Now, my guest this week, who we've been waiting for, is here. She is a bold, beautiful, and talented actress who has the distinction of being the most Emmy-nominated actress under the age of 35 in television history. That includes nominations for all three roles she's played on daytime. She began her storied run as Victoria Newman on The Young and the Restless, picking up two daytime Emmy wins in the process, She's appeared as Kelly Kramer on One Life to Live, and she currently stars as Katie Logan on CBS's The Bold and the Beautiful. If you're impressed by her resume, you'll be equally impressed by her commitment to raising awareness and funds for numerous charitable organizations across the country. Please welcome my guest this week, Heather Tom. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that I actually made it on the air. I can't even, like, tell you how. <laughs> Basically, my cell phone decided to give up the ghost right as we were being connected. So Uh-oh. I'm actually currently on some stranger's phone. <laughs> Uh oh! I hijacked it. I hijacked basically. I was like, "Please!" I'm pretty, pretty much like holding up a sign, saying, begging, like, "Please give me your cell phone. We'll, we'll act for a cell phone use." <laughs> so that's, well, yeah. <laughs> thank you for going to uh, such extreme measures. I, I, this is what we like to hear. If it's uh, <laughs> not dramatic on the soap, certainly it's dramatic in in real life. Oh, it's far more dramatic in real life. <laughs> well, we're going to swoop right in. I don't know if you're familiar with the format, but we don't give you a, a chance to, to warm up with easy questions. We go right in. And okay. we're rewinding the clock. Um, All right. One of the things that I've learned from running SoapCentral.com is that everyone has some sort of soap opera connection. Uh, now, before you started on The Young and the Restless, I, you were probably about, I think, 16 or so. Um, yeah, I was 15, actually, yeah. <laughs> even, even more... Uh, Earlier than I thought. Yes. (laughs) Were you a soap fan, or were you familiar with soaps before you joined the cast? Uh, My grandmother was a CBS soap watcher, so I definitely had been exposed to them. We spent every summer with her uh, growing up in uh, Plainview, Texas. So I do. I remember watching As the World Turns. Actually, that was really her. Her soap until I got on Young and the Restless. Then, of course, Young and the Restless became her soap. But um, she was always she was one of those um, women that had she was a CBS watcher, so she'd watch all of them. Okay. Now, were you familiar? Did you sort of understand the significance of the role of Victoria when you were cast? Um, I, I did, and I didn't. Um, I I mean, it's funny because um, Eric Braden and Melody Thomas Scott have such a presence even outside of the daytime community Absolutely. that, you know, even though I, I was not like a, a, you know, a soap watcher at the age of 15, I was familiar with daytime. And I think if you're familiar with daytime, then you know who they are. Um, you, you at least recognize their face. So I, I understood, I think, um, you know, where they were in, in, in the daytime community, but I, I didn't really understand the whole significance of, of being part of a core family and being a, a core character and, um, you know, what, what that, entailed <laughs> well it's it's interesting the mentioning eric braden there were i've been soliciting questions uh, since we found out that you'd be on the show and people can still submit them to radio at soapcentral.com if they'd like but there was a question that came up far more frequently than i thought it would and uh 
it sort of surprised me. This is from Isaac from North Dakota. He mm. asked, what was going through your mind before you had to shoot your first scenes with Eric Braden? Were you absolutely terrified? You know, it's, it's funny. I, I was not terrified. I, you know, Ed Scott, who was the executive producer at the time, he came down. And my first scenes on the show were just me, really. It, it was Victoria in her boarding school in, in uh, Switzerland. So I did a lot of, like, kind of talking to myself and writing letters and looking <laughs> forlornly out the window. And, um, you know, when I first got to work with Eric, he, he was among, I, I think he might have been the first person I actually worked with. Um, I was so excited to actually be in a scene with someone <laughs> that, um, you know, I, I, uh, I was looking forward to it. And, I, and you know, I, I, he has a, a huge presence, um, you know, on screen and off. And I think that um, I knew that this was somebody I could really learn a lot from. Um, I also knew that it was someone that I, uh, you know, would have to stand up and hold my own with, um, mm. that he wasn't going to, uh, you know, give me any... Uh, breaks, <laughs> um, and, and and I think you know I enjoyed that challenge, and and um, you know I have such great respect for him and for you know and for Mel and and really everyone that that I worked with and over there. Um, and Ed Scott really just came out and said, "Hey, listen, you know, as long as you know your lines and you and you can you know throw down when you need to throw down, then then you're good with me, and and that's all I need from you." And so I, that really kind of made me feel very comfortable. Well, throwing down, there's throwing down and throwing down. What <laughs> went across and through your mind when you found out that there was going to be a scene where Victoria had to actually haul off and slap the Victor Newman? It's yeah, been, uh, who had never been slapped before. <laughs> well, so you're the first uh, slapper. Yes, I was the slap herd around the world. Um, yeah, I, I, it was, um, I wasn't sure that it was actually going to happen, <laughs> um, simply because uh, it, it was, you know, I mean, I, I think that it really had to be warranted, and I and I do feel that the moment was warranted. Um, okay. You know, she was at that point where she was, you know, she was pushed to her limit, and you know, um, I, I think that it it was it obviously resonated because people do still recall that moment, and it's funny because I remember doing it and. Um, you know, thinking like, oh, okay, well, this is a moment, but it's not like the moment. But I mean, it's funny because people really do recall that moment as being like kind of a pivotal moment <laughs> with with those two characters. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's uh, somewhere along the lines. They, it must have been deleted. All traces of it. It's not on YouTube. It's 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 really nowhere. it's That's gone. So funny. It's That's been eaten. Really funny. Um, <laughs> In uh, moving along, before you have to go and try to steal someone's car or <laughs> whatever. No, honestly, else like really, I'm like tick tick tick. <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna try to move uh, and get a little bit for everybody. Uh, in okay. 2003, you surprised a lot of fans by announcing that you were gonna leave The Young and the Restless. Yeah. I'd imagine it must have been a very difficult decision. It was a difficult decision, and it really was a, a very personal decision, just as far as like me. Um, wanting to, to try something new with my life. Um, I mean, I did do another daytime show, but I was living in New York. I really wanted to live in New York. I wanted to, there were certain teachers I wanted to study with there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there were certain things as far as like theater and stuff like that, that I really wanted to do. And um, I felt like, um, I felt like fate or whatever was kind of kicking me in the butt and saying, Hey, you know, if you're going to do this, you should do this now. And, um, and so I, I did, and it was extremely difficult. And, um, you know, I mean, they, it was my family, really, and, 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 and to a certain extent, I still feel very, very connected to Young and the Restless, and I, it's nice because I'm right across the hall from them now, right. so, you know, we, we do, it, it, you know, all of our daytime shows really kind of have to stick together, our community is getting smaller, and, um, you know, there are such wonderful actors and wonderful people, you know, connected to this community, and so I'm... I'm really thrilled to be a part of it, and but it was a difficult decision. It's a decision that I I'm so happy I made. I loved working on, on One Life to Live, and I loved playing Kelly. And um, you know, she was so different from Victoria, <laughs> like polar opposite. Um, and I really had a good time there, and I, I loved working with everybody in New York and meeting new people and and getting to do those things that I that I really wanted to do. Is still within that safe confines of having a job in New York City, which I think is important, um, and uh, you know, and still being able to to play a great role and do something different. Now we have about a minute before the break, uh, and I'm probably not enough time for this question, but just your your initial thoughts. 
Mm-hmm. What was your first reaction when you found out that The Young and the Restless was going to recast your role, Victoria? Well, I wouldn't call it my role. It's, it's you know, I think one thing that Bill Dahl always instilled in us is that the characters kind of have a life of their own, and, and the people that play them, you know, are, are important for sure, but, but the characters are the, are the um, quintessential aspect of, of, you know, of the role. And I was never under any kind of illusion that they would keep Victoria off the campus for any period, extended period of time. She's far too important to the story, right. and and so I wasn't surprised at all. And um, you know, and uh, it's somebody else's role now. <laughs> Do you tune into YNR to see what your character is up to? Your former character is up to? Um, I, I tune into YNR because I like seeing what everybody's up to. Oh, I um, you know I think that it's a great show, and I, I have many many friends over there, and. Um, you know, I, I've seen Amelia, uh, and I think she's doing great work, and, um, you know, I, 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 I watch all of the daytime shows. I'm a big supporter of daytime. I love this medium, so I, I watch everyone. We are coming up to the break here, so we will be back with more of Heather Tom and me after the break on Soap Central Live. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, soap fans. Are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Once upon a time, there lived three energy hogs. Now, an energy hog is what you have when humans waste energy. One day, the three energy hogs set out to find themselves a cottage. Let's look for leaky windows, said the first energy hog, for he knew that would waste energy. Let's look for leaky doors, said the second. Let's look for a swing set, said the third, for he had more blubber than brains. So they set off down the road. Presently, they came upon a tiny cottage where dwelled a clever girl named Dreadylocks. I hope it has leaky windows, cried the first energy hog. I hope it has leaky doors, cried the second. I hope it has a bathroom, cried the third, for only his brains were smaller than his bladder. But Dreadilocks liked playing cool games at energyhog.org. And from energyhog.org, she learned how to use energy wisely. So the three energy hogs were forced to look elsewhere to waste energy and had to use the disgusting restroom at the gas station down the road. And the moral of the story is, to use energy wisely, log on to energyhog.org or waste not, hog not. This public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm Dan Kroll, and my guest this week is Heather Tom, who is borrowing someone's phone to join us today. So we're going to get right back into the action. Uh, Before the break, we were talking about her move to the East Coast to be a part of One Life to Live. And, you know, you were there for a a couple of years, but you Uh were involved in, or your character was involved in two salaciously soapy storylines. We have 
uh, you were complicit in stealing another woman's baby, and... I didn't steal it. I found it. Found. Okay, found. <laughs> yeah. Just like you found the phone. <laughs> and uh, brace yourselves, for those of you who don't watch One Life to Live, you, your character slept with her stepson. Yes. Do you have <laughs> well, anything to say for yourself? <laughs> Yes, um, yes. The baby storyline was very. Um, it, I, I I loved it because I I got to travel between One Life to Live and, and all my children. So I actually kind of killed two birds with one stone. Absolutely. Um, and, but it was very controversial. And I remember one time I was at the theater and uh, I was with a friend of mine, and this woman came up to us on the street and she's like, she just said, "You give that baby back." <laughs> I was very very upset and angry about it. Wow. And my friend got a big kick out of it, but. Yeah, it was very, um, uh, people had very strong reactions and opinions about what was going on. I thought it was going to be a little bit more um, 50-50 since Kelly just found the baby. She didn't, <laughs> okay. you know, but, you know, I guess semantics uh, won, won out. Uh, yes, and then the, uh, the sleeping with, with Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I don't know how they're handling that now. I actually, I need to tune in and watch now that uh, uh, Gina is back and see if they actually are... Um, so considering, uh, um, I guess Ace is the name of the baby, uh, Duke's baby or Kevin's baby, if they're going to resolve that in some way. We'll see, I guess. And to see how old the child is now. Um. Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> he might have been a tag. In London, he might have like, grown rapidly. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's definitely definitely something in the water. Now, of course, you, know, you mentioned that Eric Braden and Melly Thomas Scott are faces and, and performers who are known to people who maybe aren't even completely familiar with the ins and out of daytime. I would right. say that you're definitely on that list as well. You're, I've heard from a lot of people who know who you are, even though they've never watched The Young and the Restless or One Life to Live. So, mm-hmm. to give them a taste of sort of what they're missing, how would you describe your character on The Bold and the Beautiful, Katie Logan? Um, I, I love Katie. She's really, she's turned out to be a very complicated character. I think that, um, you know, she started out as this, this character who really was living in the shadow of her sisters and had, you know, kind of a major inferiority complex when it came to them. And she's really turned into someone who has found her own voice and, um, you know, is really is, is willing to, you know, uh, stick her dukes up with the big boys. Um, you know, she's mm. in a relationship right now with Don Diamond, who plays the character of Bill, whom I also kind of quasi-worked with on, on Young and the Restless. And, Absolutely. Um, his, yeah, his character is, is very um, somewhat maniacal and, and a bad <laughs> boy and... And she um, is proving to hold her own with him, and, and I, I like that. I'm, I'm excited to see what they write for her. I think that she, I, I feel like we've really kind of settled in and found out who she is, and um, I'm having a great time working there. I, I love The Bold and the Beautiful, and we have such a good time. <laughs> now, you know, something that was just so powerful to watch was the entire storyline last year that involved Storm's death, mm-hmm. uh, Katie's heart transplant, and of course, you know, that powered The Bold and the Beautiful to its first ever daytime Emmy win for Outstanding Drama Series. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, I'm really, really proud of, of that story. I thought that it was such a controversial and risky um, yeah, story definitely. to tell, and it could, have, it could have been so awful, and I thought that they really handled it in, in such a beautiful way, and um, and, and let the chips fall where they may, you know, let the bad things happen as well as the, as the positive, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't yeah. try to gloss it over, they didn't try to put a pretty face on it, they just let it be the, the kind of raw, um, uncomfortable, ugly thing that it was, and, and um, I thought it was great, and I, I'm really proud to have been part of the storyline, a very, very small part of, of the storyline that, that led to the first Emmy win. I mean, I think that, you know... Um, the, the writing of the story, the way it was handled, the other players, you know, Catherine, I thought, did amazing work last year. Jennifer, I thought, did amazing work. Yes. Um, you know, and just the way it was directed, even, like, down to the, the lighting of the shows that they submitted, I thought was really great and just proves what you can, what we can still do on daytime, even, you know, with our, with our different budgets and with our different timelines, you can still put out really great work. How has the production in the way soaps are, are put together changed since you first started? Well, I think like everyone else, we're trying to do more with less. You know, our, you know we, we don't have the budgets we used to. We don't have the time that we used to. 
But that being said, I, I think we still put out something that's, that's entertaining, that people want to watch, that um, that's wildly romantic and, and just a, a great guilty pleasure. Um, I think we also do things that are heartfelt, that touch people, and mm-hmm. we can still... Um, you know, we can still put up, we can still, we can still stand up with the big boys. And I, I, I'm proud of that. You know, we, especially at Bold and the Beautiful is such a tight knit unit. Um, you know, people have been there for decades. I mean, we, people are, you know, our producers have been there since the beginning. Our writers have been there since the beginning. And, and I think that really shows, or some of the actors have been there since the beginning. You know, we don't have the turnover, I think, that other shows have. And I, I think that, shows in the way that we all kind of band together to try and do something great every day, and, and it feels good. Now, I think most people know that Y&R is the top-rated soap in the U.S., but I'm not sure that they know that The Bold and the Beautiful is the most-watched soap in the entire world. Yes. So <laughs> what do you think is responsible for the show's popularity? What is it that gets people to, to want to tune in every day? I, I look at our show, and I, I, I see it kind of as, as it's, it's a guilty pleasure. It's, it's, you know, it's pretty people. It's pretty clothes. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's wildly romantic. It's, it's a bit over the top sometimes, you know, but it's like, it's, it's 30 minutes of like, you know, turn your brain off and just be entertained and just have fun. And I think that appeals uh, to a lot of people and, and not mm-hmm. just, you know, I, you know, here and worldwide. I think that people that want that from their entertainment, they want, they don't want something that, they necessarily have to, you know, work too hard with, and 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 we provide that. I think that's exactly what what our job calls for, and and I think they do it in a really great, exciting, fun way. Now, shifting slightly, uh, as I mentioned, you have more Emmy nominations than uh, anyone can probably count. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I've noticed is that every year on the red carpet you seem to have a totally different look. And I'm wondering, do you enjoy all the glitz and glamour of sort of getting red carpet ready? I love it. <laughs> I kind of thought so. <laughs> I love dressing up. I've always loved dressing up. I love, um, I, I love getting dolled up. I am chronically overdressed. I'm always inappropriately overdressed. <laughs> and, I, you know, I, I, it, it, yeah. So I, I have a lot of fun when it comes to red carpet events. The last couple of years I've actually donned Two outfits. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> one on the red carpet and one then okay. I presented the last two years. One on the on stage, <laughs> and and I think it's great. I have a really good time with it. I like to push the envelope, um, you know, when it comes to fashion, and I love fashion. So uh, any excuse to dress up, I'm I'm there. So how long do you start thinking about what you're going to wear? Are you a last minute girl or are you months ahead? I'm certainly not months ahead. I am much more of a last-minute girl. I, I changed my mind. Um, there was one year I came to the Vietnamese. I was coming from Europe, and I literally the day before didn't have anything to wear. I was like, I have no idea what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we pulled it off. Um, you know, yeah, I'm definitely uh, last-minute. We've got a party tomorrow, the, the anniversary party for Bold and Beautiful is tomorrow, and I basically right. found what I was going to wear today. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so that is very much last-minute, but yeah. you're on the perfect <laughs> show. It's all about style and, and, and glamour. Yeah. Now, in, um, addition to, in addition to your daytime stuff, uh, there is a project that you are in. It's a movie. And now the, the title of this movie is, is interesting to me. It's called The Putt-Putt Syndrome. Uh-huh. And knowing that it's about marriages, it makes me either think of uh, Tiger Woods and that debacle or an old car <laughs> running out of gas. Are any of those even close to being what it's about? Uh, no, it doesn't oh. have anything to do with Tiger Woods <laughs> or, or, or multiple infidelities. Um, I think it, it has to do um, mostly with, uh, it, with relationships. I think it deals with relationships in a kind of a real way and where I, I think a lot of people get into relationships and they're there for a while and they have kids and they, it becomes... Static, and um, you know, some people wake up and they go, "Oh my God, I, 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 this isn't what I want anymore." And and maybe they do look outside the marriage for that, or maybe they say, "Hey, listen, I, I need to change something about myself to make this work." Um, you know, so it's really about it's about those kinds of, of ordinary things that happen in your life that become extraordinary events, and um, it's a dark comedy. I mean, basically, it's very funny, but I think it has a lot of heart at the same time, and two couples and how they are dealing with the different issues within their relationships. 
Okay. So, and how will uh, fans be able to check it out? Is this going to be in theaters or is it on DVD? Um, it is. Um, we just had our L.A. premiere, and um, it's going to be doing the festival circuit. So um, that's where it's going next. And if you want, you can go to puttputtsyndrome.com and uh, check out um, our website and also go to uh, Facebook, because we're everywhere, Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Twitter, um, all of those things that I know very little about. We are there. <laughs> Well, I, want, I know that you, uh, you need to go because, like I said, we mentioned you are borrowing someone's phone. It means yes. so much that you would be able to take some time from your day off to drop by, but it certainly means even more that uh, being here meant so much that you went to such extreme measures. Oh, thank you so much. And, again, I'm, like, I'm sorry for being late, and I love, I love talking with you, and I love, um, I, I'm so glad the fans wrote in questions. It's awesome. And we love our fans, and we love the people that, that tune in every day, and um, you know we encourage them to keep on tuning in because we've got a lot of really great stories coming up. Well, thank you so much, Heather. The Bold and the Beautiful, of course, airs weekdays on CBS, and although it was preempted today and yesterday for the March Madness basketball, it's going to be back in its regular time slot on Monday. And then on Tuesday, March 23rd, the show marks its anniversary, so please be sure to check your local listings for the time and channel in your area. We'll be back with more on Soap Central Live after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. What I Want to Be When I Grow Up by Johnny Mike. Dad, it's John. I got the promotion. We'll call him John Jr. You'll speak over 500 million words in your lifetime, but none of them will be as important as the words you use to tell your six-year-old he has cancer. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews, or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at SoapCentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, and... 
how has this been for live radio? Uh, of course, you know, it's so hard to ask someone who literally puts in sometimes 12 hours a day working on one of the soaps that we enjoy. It's so hard to ask them, hey, can you take an hour of the time from your vacation or from your time off to drop by and, and talk to us? Uh, so it always means so much when some of the stars and certainly uh, media people will drop by and talk with us here on Soap Central Live. And to hear that Heather Tom was so frantic to come on and talk to us that she borrowed someone's phone, that one, says so much about someone's character, and two, just means so much to me that they want to come on and talk to me and share themselves with you, the soap fans. And I'm here to share myself with you, the soap fans, as well. And uh, again, I'm opening up the phone lines if you'd like to call in and talk about anything soap. The number is 866-472-5788. That is a toll-free number, so you don't have to worry about any of those icky long-distance charges. So please feel free to give me a call in here. We only have oh, maybe five or six minutes before the end of the show, and I'm always happy to talk to you guys. Now, we're going to go back to talking about some of the other soap news. I know that that's something I've heard from you guys and girls, that you miss having the opportunity to call in and sort of express what's going on in your head on these shows and, and things like that. So I'm going to try to make the show more available at least maybe once a month or so to you guys so that you can call in and we can sort of dish what's going on with characters and stories and who's coming back and, and all of that. Uh, I, I like to keep it balanced and certainly interject some of that in between talking to your favorite soap stars. Now, there's, again, a lot of news that's been breaking in the past couple of weeks. Uh, over at General Hospital, Adrian Leon is coming back as Brooklyn Ashton. You may remember she was on the show back in the early 2000s. I think she was last seen in 2006. She's Emmy-nominated, and after she left General Hospital, she headed over to The Young and the Restless, where she played Colleen Carlton for... Oh, a little over a year or so. Uh, you may remember that there was some discussion about uh, why and how she was let go. Um, but, you know, fans have been wanting her to go back to the young and the restless, but now that her character is, well, a dead, she probably can't do that. But, you know, YNR's loss is GH's gain. She is coming back to play Brooklyn. Sometime in May, we don't have an exact first air date. The role is going to be recurring. And, you know, the, it looks like GH is really putting a focus on some of the, the quarter mains now. We have Sky coming back. We have uh, the re-edition of the Ward family. So for all of you out there who have maybe said, I'm kind of tired of all of the, the mob stuff, well, maybe you're getting your wish. We've got some changes here. Maybe there'll be some other focus. Maybe there will even be some more hospital storylines coming up. And I can tell you that we have a couple of guests from General Hospital coming on the show in a few weeks. So certainly stay tuned to SoapCentral.com to find out who they're going to be. Now, it's not exactly uh, casting news, but there is some big news on All My Children. We found out that Tad Martin has a child that we didn't know about. And, well, actually, uh, he didn't know about it either. There's a new character by the name of Damon Miller who has been sort of bobbling along in Pine Valley for maybe uh, the better part of six months now. And I know I personally have wondered, why is he there? Uh, he didn't even have a last name for uh, a period of time. So... Uh, now he has a last name. It's Miller. That didn't mean anything to anybody. It certainly could have been John Doe for all that we, we knew as viewers. But now we're finding out that Hillary Wilson, do you know who that is? Uh, a lot of people don't, but Hillary Wilson is Damon's mother. And for those of you who were not watching, Hillary was actually a former love interest of Tad Martin way long time ago, back in the 1980s. Okay, maybe it's not really way a long time ago, but it is a while ago. And it was interesting to me because when the story broke within the show and Tad found out that 
Damon's mother was someone named Hillary, I got a lot of emails from people who knew that that was supposed to mean something, but they weren't really sure what it was supposed to mean. So I had to do a little research and put together a character profile on who Hillary Wilson was. You can check that out over on the All My Children side of SoapCentral.com. It's in the middle column where we have uh, the promo for this, Soap Central Live, and the two scoops and some news flashbacks. Uh, Certainly with 15 years of being on the Internet, there has been a lot of news stories that have been covered in those years. And one of the things that I'd like to do, and you'll see in this redesign, is there's a news flashback section. And this section will actually take some of the biggest news stories from this week for each soap and display them so that you can rewind the clock and see what was going on during this week back in, say, 2005. We talked about General Hospital a minute ago. And this week in 2005, uh, Jennifer Bransford was cast as the new Carly. Of course, she didn't last for a very long time, but certainly it was a news story that everyone was talking about. It's a, a great place to check things out. And if you're not a news buff, we have 15 years of daily recaps that you can check out. It, it's great because I've noticed on the message boards, a lot of people get into arguments over who said what, when, what they were wearing, and you don't have to worry about any of those questions with all of the recaps. So, uh, let me see what else we have for you, because we're coming to the end of the show. It's another quick show. Uh, Days of Our Lives. Peter Reckle is exiting Days of Our Lives. But, don't worry, he won't be gone for too long. Apparently, uh, he's been used so much on the show, Peter Reckle, who plays Bo Brady, that he was running the risk of going over the number of episodes that he's supposed to appear in, as stated in his contract. And if he appeared in any more, he would have had to have been paid a lot of money. And certainly with Days of Our Lives just being renewed by NBC, they're watching every dollar. They don't want to uh, go over budget. And keeping an actor on screen more than maybe what they had expected would break the bank. And I know that all of you want to keep all of these soaps on the air. Of course, I do too. I'm going to be back next week with more soap news and more special guests. Uh, A reminder, if there's someone you'd like to have as a guest on this show, please email me at radio at soapcentral.com. There are still some shows that aren't sure if you want to hear from their stars. Uh, And getting the messages from you is the easiest way that I can let them know that you really do want to have their stars on the show. I'd also like to again thank my guest this week, Heather Tom. Uh, She's, of course, on The Bold and the Beautiful. Be sure to check that out and be back on SoapCentral.com for our big 15th anniversary this coming week and all the fun there. Until then, I'll be back here next Friday, same soap time, same soap channel, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, I'm Dan Kroll signing off for another edition of Soap Central Live. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.